Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to one of the oldest working talk show hosts in the business. For his weekly podcast radio show, ladies and gentlemen, be upstanding. For his holiness. For his lordship. For his most marvelous, James Whale. Yeah, well, I don't know who that was uh, doing the introduction, but there's certainly an improvement on some of the other stuff we've had. So a very good day to you. Um, If you would like to do the introduction to the show, uh, Rob will now tell you how to do it. Yep, just record an MP3 on your phone or whatever you've got and send it to me, jameswellradio at gmail.com, and we'll put it at the beginning of the show. It's that easy. So here we go. This is the uh, the podcast uh, radio program, which is broadcast via a number of radio stations around the world. Uh, and if you're a new listener, always good to know. Uh, we're getting a few new people there. Well, we're getting thousands, actually. And uh, if you want to get in touch, you can. You just have to send me an email at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Well, what's going on in this wonderful world at the moment? Well... I tell you what, actually, the uh, the thing that's been fascinating me, not particularly the elections, I'm getting a bit sick of it. Uh, looks like a foregone conclusion if Theresa May continues to try to manipulate the media. Well, it's not her, obviously. It's probably whatever his name is, Linton, goodness only knows, um, who, uh, who seems to think he can control the media. Did you see that story the other day where uh, uh, Theresa May went down to... Um, went down to Cornwall and uh, they didn't like the uh, the local journalists in particular so they locked them in a room <laughs> I tell you I, I, I can't I, I can't I find that very difficult it made huge huge news in in the, the southwest but not much anywhere else um, they just decided they didn't like the the journalists there taking pictures and filming and everything else and they only wanted certain members of the media probably those people who ask the uh, the polite nice questions. Uh, and I suppose to a certain extent I'd do the same as her, wouldn't you? I mean, flipping uh, Jeremy Corbyn is, uh, every time he opens his mouth or uh, or Dawn, what's her face? French. Um, what? Not Dawn French, no, the other one. The one who, who went on and didn't know how much the police were, uh, were costing. Was it Dawn? Diane Abbott. That's it. I knew it was a D, Diane Abbott, yeah. God, Nick Ferrari on LBC must have thought all his Christmases had come at once. <laughs> Mind you, um, don't forget, on the radio, live every night, talk radio. Download the app uh, and listen that way. I'm there from 7 until 10. Uh, But, of course, make sure you download this one and tell your friends about it. Um, Not that they don't know. They probably do know. Everyone knows about this show. What was I talking? Yeah, everybody knows about this show. Um, We're thinking of doing a visual one. Anybody got any suggestions? I don't wonder if we need to raise some money for some cameramen. Uh, well, just a tripod would do to start with, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we keep thinking about this. We, you know, uh, other than doing the, the new version of the James Well television show, uh, coming soon, stay tuned for more details. But, yeah, if we do a, a sort of video blog as well as this audio 
or video podcast as well as uh, well just go to our um, our page and donate some money and we'll uh, we'll we'll get it sorted uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donate some money, we'll get it sorted. That's a, that's a brilliant yeah. idea. Yeah. Donate hundreds of thousands of pounds, and we'll we'll do it every day. For hundreds of thousands of pounds, I'd do it every second of the day. No, I wouldn't go that far every day. Um, anyway, so Diane Abbott, uh, straight into the hole. You know, yeah, yeah. And the the thing I found uh, funny about that was she said, "You know, I've done seven interviews today, and this is the first one I've got wrong." If you've done seven interviews. You should bloody well get the last one right, shouldn't you? Golly, gosh. And now they're all trying to sort of suggest that the media are, are putting out fake news. We're not doing any, any such thing. I personally find that UKIP are trying not to do interviews with me. Um, I don't think Paul Nuttall is very happy with what we've said about him. Um, I think they're all a bunch of jerks, to be honest with you. Theresa May, Paul Nuttall, Jeremy Corbyn, Tim, what's his face? Um... I mean, you know, these are people who actually wish to serve us, to serve us. And what it seems to be is that they are all going around trying to trying to, to promote themselves as the best person to lead the nation. You know, Theresa May is being uh, having having a, her, her strings pulled like a puppet by the press people. They're only, and as I said, I probably do the same thing because it is her election to lose and so she is going to be very guarded she's not going to be seen very many places and she's only going to be filmed in the way she wants to be filmed i don't think this is freedom of the press at all by the way jeremy corbyn uh bless his cotton socks is trying hard but every time he opens his mouth people go oh no not again and the same with some of his uh tim fallon is is uh, you know he the whole thing about his uh, religious views um are probably going to uh, cause him more problems than he can realise. Uh, UKIP, well, what can you say about UKIP? That hasn't already been said before because they're saying most of it. Um, and quite frankly, it's become a joke. And, and we were talking on my radio show the other day about why why don't we have two votes in a general election? Because at the moment we vote for our local MP. So if your local MP has done a really good job for you, uh, I would have thought you would have voted for your local MP. But you know what happens is most people vote for the person that gets the most publicity or comes across the best. So forget what your local MP did. You are voting for one of the leaders, which is why, of course, they're trying to control the way they come across in the media, which is a bit unfair on the local politicians, isn't it, really? I wish I knew who mine was. Yeah, well, you should do. And if, if yours, you don't know who yours is, it doesn't really matter, to be quite honest, because you, you probably will, like everybody else, vote for, well, well, I've always been a Tory. No, no, I'm Labour through and through. Well, I think I'll be a Lib Dem. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll probably vote along those lines. You won't vote, very few people vote, uh, for the politician that is their, their politician uh, on what that person has done for them. They uh -huh. vote on, on what they read in the media. Who's going to reduce taxes most? Who's going to, you know, support the NHS? Who's going to improve education? Who's going to look after the armed forces? That Those are the issues that people talk about. But what really affects you, because let me tell you, it won't make much difference to the pound in your pocket. Um, who gets in, really? Because uh, what has to be done will be done. Um, and uh, we'll all end up round about in the same place. And so that's why they fiddle around, it's a rude word, fiddle around with education so the poor old teachers don't know whether they're coming or going because politicians come in and mess about with it. Um, 
Hence, we have, uh, we have very confused teachers and even more confused children in this country. So anyway, here, here's the thought. Why don't we in this country have two votes? One for your political party of choice and one for, your, uh, for, for who you would like to see as the prime minister of the country. So you could have a local MP, which is Labour, and yeah. everybody's local MP could be Labour, but a Conservative yeah. prime minister. Well, yeah, we'd have to sort it out. I haven't really sorted it out properly in my mind, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. Or would that be a president? I don't know. That might be a president, but but you know, we're lucky enough to have the royal family. Oh, and wasn't it good of the royal family on on last Thursday, when nobody was supposed to be talking about politics because there was a local elections and a couple of by elections and some mayoral elections going on, so nobody in the media could talk about politics. Um. So the royal family decided on that day to release the information that uh, Prince Philip is uh, is semi-retiring. He can't do that, can he? Well, he's 95 years old. Isn't that like having a divorce? Well, no, no, he's not. He's, he's retiring from public life or from a lot of public life. I mean, the guy works like a Trojan. He's 95 years old. I mean, the, the Queen's birthday, the Trooping of the Colour last year, and probably this year, he was in an open carriage wearing a busby. I mean, those busbies are very, very heavy. For a man of 90, for a man of 80 to be able to wear one, it, it takes a lot of doing. He's a star, really, isn't he? Yeah, good luck to him. I'm a big royalist. I love the royal family. I've never found a very intelligent Republican. They're all a bit greasy. <laughs> No, they are. They're all a bit greasy and kind of spiv-like. You know, the sort of bloke who sells you knocked-off stuff in the pub. Oh, Nigel. Knock-off Nigel. Knock-off Nigel, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure there are some very nice Republicans, but I've never found anybody with a sensible argument as to why we should remove the royal family. Well, it'd be an empty house then, wouldn't it, really? You've got, got to put somebody well, in yeah, there. Yeah, you can't. You, they're, they're all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... In fact, I might wind them up on, on my talk. Did I tell you I do this talk radio show? I think he might have mentioned it at some point. And then I think Sunday morning I'm on Sky. I'll have to get up early on Sunday then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to ring you and find out what I should wear. Um, so anyway, so uh, there we are. The election is uh, is ongoing, of course, at the moment. And, uh, it, it, you know, do we do we actually... We should put out a question on Facebook next for next week's show. Do, does anybody actually pay any attention to what their local member of parliament has done? I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a knock on the door. Oh, there's one now. Um, for uh, for years, from a politician, that is true. Actually, I, we normally get a leaflet thrown through the letterbox. I haven't had a leaflet, have you? I've had a, a leaflet well, for the local elections. I've had a leaflet. Yeah, but not for the yeah. But has your has your member of parliament? No. Or the Welsh Assembly? Do you get two? Do you get a Welsh Assembly and a member of parliament? I don't know. Um, oh, for goodness sake. How come you don't know? I just leave that up to you. Whatever you tell me to do, I do. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Right. Should we get on with the programme? Uh, yeah, we can do. We've had some um, yeah. replies to your question about um, being locked in a room. Well, that was that was the whole thing about uh, <laughs> about the press down in Cornwall. Um, and uh, Anne-Marie Murphy said, uh, got locked in a building by firemen as they were as there was a chemical leak, was not allowed out till they had found the exact chemical and its effect. Was there almost three hours 
got to see all the firemen getting hosed down in makeshift showers when they took their protective clothing off, was there with a friend, so we had a great time. Diet Coke moment there. Yes, yeah. I wonder how much they stripped off. <laughs> oh, do you know May is uh, Masturbation Month? <laughs> what? So we'll all be masturbating to May then. <laughs> I always knew there was something good about May. Yeah. Well, uh, my birthday in May. It's, it's a special if occasion that, next week. You. Next week or, or week after will be my birthday programme. Um, so, and yes, and, and so May is Masturbation Nash International Masturbation Month. Do we all have to take part? Well, I hope so. I mean, it's very good for a man. Um, I, I suppose it's good for a woman too. Uh, but uh, was it Queen Victoria doesn't didn't believe women did that sort of thing? Is there a card you can get from Clinton's? From where? Clinton's. Clinton's? <laughs> Clinton's. Clinton's? Yes, I Clinton's. don't know. Oh. By the way, uh, you know, there are some nutty uh, religious freaks who think it's really wrong to do it, but they're all barking. Um, it's actually very good, f uh, f as far as a man is concerned, for his prostate. That's always the excuse I give when I get caught. Well, I this is serious. It, it, it's very good for the prostate, so... Uh, if you know, if uh, if you want to keep your prostate healthy, then uh, work work it, whack away, whack away, yeah, whack a day, whack away. <laughs> that was a TV show. Oh, never mind. Uh, my glasses have steamed up. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> I digress. So anyway, yeah. Um, forget how I got onto that, but still, I'll get some practice in. Huh? When's it? When's it? Which yeah. day is it again? It's now May. Yeah. Wow, the whole of May. <laughs> I'm going to be knackered. Don't do it now. Um, Ken Weston says, no, but I have locked loads of other people in rooms. Really, Ken? <laughs> uh, Kieran James uh, Baker says, uh, bathroom on New Year's Day at my mother-in-law's. A fireman had to release me. It was very embarrassing. There's a couple of fireman stories coming out here. Yeah. <laughs> was it a real fireman? Or was it... Well, anyway. Um, our good friend Andy Swan says he was locked in a cupboard at school in the 70s because I didn't know my 12 times table. Do you know, uh, one of my kids was once locked in a cupboard. Mind you, the school never, ever did that again uh, because I was one of those irate parents. Well, I think I had good cause at the time. Uh, locking, locking children in a cupboard because they do something wrong, is totally unacceptable. Mind you, I would have said locking ladies and gentlemen of the press in a room because the Prime Minister didn't want to be interviewed is unacceptable as well. Um, Sarah Davies Cash says, uh, for a week, and it wasn't a good experience. I'd love to know why. Uh, Steve Jones says, only six hours overnight in a talk sport studio. Ah, Steve Jones, how are you, my friend? He's the legend, Steve Jones, I imagine. There's a legend one? Well, yes, a, a DJ, Steve Jones, who uh, who used to do overnights on TalkSport. Well, there you go. Haven't, haven't spoken to him for years. I wonder how he is. How are you, Stevie? Give us a call. Um, Elaine Thomas-Hewitt says, uh, yes, but uh, not with local press. Well, the Prime Minister is in the next room twittering uh, on like a fanny. Can't say fanny. Why not? Because um, that means bum. No, it doesn't. Fanny is a... Fannying about 
is, you know, when you're sort of looking for something or not, you're fannying about, that's an expression. And Fanny is the name of a girl. A very famous song called Fanny by Gaslight. Uh, no, I haven't seen Fanny by Gaslight. But I have seen plenty of Fanny by Candlelight. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway. But so uh, so I, I don't see that Fanny is... Um, is something that you can't talk about. Um, Andy Knight says, got locked in a toilet on a train some, uh, oh, a short while ago. Um, <laughs> Manchester to Blackpool, door got jammed. It was a long penny I spent. Do you know, talk about train journeys, talking about, I had a really, really embarrassing uh, story about a train toilet. Please tell. I think I was coming down from Yorkshire to London and... Uh, I needed to. Uh, I needed to use the loo facilities. Yeah, I'd had a lot of tea to drink, um, so I walked along and opened the door. And sitting on the toilet was a completely naked blonde woman. Did you ask her to budge up? <laughs> no, no. But I opened the door. <laughs> I mean, she had clothes everywhere, so she was obviously getting changed oh, in the okay. toilet, but uh, she hadn't locked the door. And she was completely naked, and I, I, and I opened the door, and I, instead of opening, instead of shutting it straight away, I was slightly phased and, and said, oh, I am so sorry, do excuse me. By which time she shut the door. Oh, she shut the door. Well, she slammed the door, yeah. I mean, just, you know, you suddenly... What do you... you should, anyway, so I went back to my seat. We were we were Peterborough, I think. Uh, so there was about another hour or so into London at the time. And that woman did not come out of that toilet <laughs> at all. In fact, at one point, I thought, I wonder if I should go and tell somebody. And then I thought, no, she's obviously so embarrassed, she's going to stay there until the train stops, until everybody else has got off. You should have gone back in and checked up on her. No, don't be silly. I mean, it was quite embarrassing. It was quite embarrassing. I, I didn't. I did think whether I should go and talk to the uh, uh, the guard or the manager or whatever. Anyway, uh, Simon Brian Jobson says I was uh, playing the Crystal Maze back in '95, and whilst attempting to get through a room of lasers, I managed to hit a laser with my leg three times, resulting in an automatic lock-in, and they left me in the room for two hours. Uh, Ronnie Spriggs says, yep, the living room with the wife. Oh, terrible, Ooh. terrible. Yeah. Tony Smedley says, I was on a building site in a house working upstairs. Uh, when I went to leave, the door handle came off in my hand. I didn't have all my tools in the room, and I had to wait for an hour before I was let out. <laughs> uh, Lim Pedley, last one, Lim Pedley said, I got locked in the toilet at school. I think it had a lasting effect on me. I suppose it would. Um, amazing, isn't it? Just one little s story like that uh, from people um, after Theresa May was... Uh, well, it wasn't Theresa May who did it. I mean, it was her press staff who decided that they wouldn't have all the um, all the media following her around taking photographs. They don't want uh, they don't want what happened with Ed Miliband happening, do they? They don't want her caught with uh, a bacon sandwich dribbling out of the corners of her mouth. What's wrong with that? Well, it looks a bit, doesn't it, really? Mind you, somebody photoshopped her eating a chip and put a, put a fag in the corner of her mouth. Oh. <laughs> and, and she reminded me of my grandmother. 
Uh, but there we are. Right, should we do... Uh, what are we going to do now? Should we do a bit of music? Should we do tech talk? I don't know. What do you fancy doing on the James Whale Radio podcast? Thing. Well, thing, yeah. Yeah, thing. Uh, we do music, if you like. Should we do music? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want some music uh, played on the programme, all you've got to do is uh, send it to us. Uh, uh, Rob will, will tell you how. It's, it's quite simple. It's very yep. simple. Uh, email me, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Include the MP3 and permission to play, and we'll have a listen. If it's really bad, we'll play it, and if it's really good, we might play it. Yeah, and we probably play it anyway. Um, hi, guys. Hope you're well. We wanted to send you Already Gone. It's the new single from UK-American singer-songwriter John Dartnell. Is that right? John Dartnell. That sounds about right. Uh, so this is uh, sent to us by Debs. Very nice, Debs. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and here's John with Already Gone. Turn around. 
right. Well, there we are. I quite like that. It's quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, you know. Uh, already gone from John Dartnell. Yeah. If you've got a, a piece of music, you want to get a bit of exposure for it here on the James Oil Radio Show, uh, all you've got to do is send it to Rob at uh, at gmail.com. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and don't forget to check out the website. Lots of my old television shows, uh, lots of old stuff. My new, my new commercial for Pimlico Plumbers is there as well. I uploaded the horror episode this week, the one with um, the talking thing in the toilet. Oh, with, uh, with, with Victor Lewis Smith as one of the guests, I think. Yeah, with, uh, is it Neil Morrissey? Neil Morrissey, yeah. That was, was that the uh, vampire motorcyclist or something? Yeah, should we play a clip? Well, have you got a clip? I've got a clip. We'll play a clip if you Go like. Go then. All right, let's oh. have a listen. No day. No day. It's me, Noddy. Look. Noddy. Noddy. Here I am. Hello, Noddy. Hello, Noddy. How are you, mate? So how would, for those people who haven't been to the website yet to see the video, how would you describe that? Um, vampire motorcycle. Very no, that particular clip. Um, well, I, I think um, I, I, there's a talking turd, that's all I'm going to say. A talking what? A, a, um, a, a, talk, a bit like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo from South Park. <laughs> Go and have a look, jameswellradio.co.uk and uh, forward slash videos. And the latest of uh, my old television shows is up there, which uh, was all about horror. In fact, we went, we did a little film on that in the middle of Wales. Yeah, in a farmyard with uh, Billy the Kid. Yeah, it was quite spooky, wasn't it? That was quite disgusting as well, Billy the Kid. Oh, on the yeah. end of the episode, you die. Oh, do I? Yeah, you get killed by a telephone. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty horrific, isn't it? Not a good scene. Watch that one. Watch if you're going to watch yeah. any of them. Watch the horror one. Yeah, watch the horror one. Mm. It's quite. It is quite bizarre. Um, right. Okay. Uh, but then watch all the others. There's about three hundred odd. Um, now, uh, should we do Wales Mail? Uh, do you have to? Because that involves a lot of editing for me. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't care. Um, if you want to get in touch with the program, the uh, email account is jameswellradio at gmail. Dot com. So, uh, and, and you know, never mind about all the niceties. Just uh, if there's something that bugs you about me, please get in touch. Let me know. I mean, how can I improve unless I get some criticism? There is some sort of truth to that, yes. Yeah, well, of course. Right. Shall we delve into Wales Mail? Yeah. If you must. Uh, Wales Mail, right. Uh, Rob, could you please have a word with that dobrain whale? Uh, tell him to stop effing threatening to ban effing Aussies from listening to this effing show. We might kidnap or steal, for a better turn of phrase, your effing jelly-eating producer. Jelly tots are apparently Oz-made. Colin from Geelong. 
<laughs> he threw his head back and laughed out loud. <laughs> well, I could say an awful lot of nasty things about Colin in Geelong, but I don't have to really because life has been pretty nasty to him anyway, hasn't it? A, he's an Australian, and B, he lives in Geelong. So, you know, how much worse can it get? The last line was actually, jelly tots are aplenty in Ausmate. Jelly tots are aplenty in Ausmate. Yeah, I thought they were made. I thought it said made in Ausmate. No, aplenty. Oh, I don't give a sh- I don't give a shite where they're made anyway. I don't give a stuff about them. <laughs> they're not paying to advertise on this program, so they can f- off. <laughs> Um, Janet Potts, hello Janet, says, Dear James, that's nice, He's, you know, obviously not from Australian. <laughs> not from Australian. Not from Australia, whatever it is. Um, we don't see turkey eggs because they don't lay many eggs, about 80 a year, and they are used to produce new turkeys, whereas the average chicken can lay about 300 eggs. The turkey has to mature longer before it can begin to lay eggs. I hope this helps, Janet Potts. Yeah, um, thank you, Janet. That's fascinating because I couldn't understand why, you know, we eat eggs from every animal, but we don't eat turkey eggs. And I wondered why. Uh, And now I know because turkey eggs or turkeys take longer to mature before they can lay eggs and they only lay about 80 eggs and those are needed to replace the turkeys that we, of course, sadly eat. Should we do? Te- I was going to talk a bit about Europe, actually, seeing that we're all going on this. I wondered uh, how, you, you know, they're all politicians moaning about it and groaning about it. I, I spoke to a, uh, I spoke to a UKIP MEP on uh, my talk radio show the other day. He was going on, well, you know, they don't think they can trust Theresa May. They think she might backtrack on actually leaving the European Union and we need to get out. Uh, my view, of course, is that uh, it's the stupidest thing ever. We should have reorganised... Uh, making sure that the, the French and the Germans came along with us, we should have organised uh, the European Parliament. Good idea, but badly uh, badly put together. Um, they can't even, even organise uh, their accounts, so uh, leaving them, it just means they can make more, more cock-ups. So uh, we did ask the question uh, on Facebook, how much are we prepared to pay to get out of the EU? Andy Mayer says anything. I don't think so. Uh, Matt Davis says a third of what they pay us. Uh, Val Bird says million-dollar question. They should give us a breakdown of what they have spent our contributions on. Uh, Nicola Ledbetter says nothing. Let's stay in. Uh, Robert Martin Sr., nothing. Walk away. They will need us before we need them. Problem is, Robert... We've already agreed on certain uh, certain projects to be carried out, funded by the EU, a number of them in this country, and uh, and we have to work out. I mean, this is this is we're not paying to leave. We're p- working out, presumably, how much of that over the next couple of years before we leave we have to pay, and uh, probably have to pay it up front. I don't know. Steve Cooper says, "Bloody cheek, taking into account the cost of being in the EU, they should be compensating us." charlatans you know steve you need to you need to actually listen a little more carefully mate these politicians of all sorts just just tell you anything they want remember when they were telling us we would be 350 million pounds a week better off when we left the eu and that would go into the nhs well they've even admitted that that was a lie you ca- you know they have to be called to account um and it's not just like, you know, we just walk away. We could do, but maybe we should do. Maybe that's what they should have done. If you think we're going to be so much better off out of the European Union, just walk away. 
and then see how the rest of the world treat us. I, I, and, you know, what is all this shit that goes on about wanting, oh, we're going to do more with the Commonwealth and we're going to do more with Australia? Why do we want to trade with them? They're billions of fucking miles away. We don't want to trade with them. We need to keep our trade lines open with our European neighbours. That's where we are. We're in Europe. We're not in the Middle East. We're not in Africa. We're not in Asia. We're not in Australia. You know, we're in Europe. We are part of Europe. We should be running the European Parliament, not leaving it. Okay, feel better for that. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, David Dale says, I didn't want to leave. Um, uh, Robert Whitmore says, uh, what's written in the agreement? No more, no less. Uh, well, that'll have to be made up like all contracts. David Baird, what do I say made up? Have to be organised. Uh, David Baird says, however much it costs to rid ourselves of banking elite puppets who cannot be uh, unelected. Um, Steve Frost, a packet of rich tea biscuits, and uh, Steve Foster, whatever it takes, in the long run, we will save. Not necessarily. Um, but there we are. Have you got a thought? Get in touch, uh, jameswell at uh, gmail.com, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, and then we can talk more about it. But I tell you, I think, personally, uh, there will be a lot of compromises before we uh, eventually leave the European Union. If not, and everybody says, oh, well, I had this argument with the UKIP guy the other day. Oh, yeah, James, it will be the uh, car firms in Germany that uh, sort it all out because they want to keep selling us cars. Well, they do, and we will buy German cars, I have no doubt. But life will be difficult for us because of this ridiculous result, which only a few lame brains really expected to happen. I don't think even Nigel Farage didn't expect it to happen. I mean, he counted on it being going on for another 10, 15 years. But anyway, he's doing okay now, so we don't need to worry about Nigel. Um, shall we? What are you doing now? I'm doing the math. I'm working out how much we need to pay them. I've, I've, I've got oh, right, them. okay. Um, shall we uh, Shall we do Tech Talk now? Um, because I seem to have been talking for most of this programme, as usual. I've got the total how much we owe them. How much do we owe them? Uh, £23 billion. £485,000. Right. Okay. Give or take £30 billion. Yeah, give or take £30 billion. But when they can all work it out and tell us what it is, uh, by that time maybe we'll realise that probably it's not worth leaving uh, and maybe we should be trying to make them more accountable, more democratic. And actually, it's our own fault because we never bloody took any notice of it. Not one of you listening to me today can tell me, including me, tell me the name of your MEP, your member of the European Parliament. I haven't a clue. Well, you know I haven't got a clue. No, I know. The only one I can think of is one I talk to quite often called Claude Morez. And that's because he's got a funny name. Um, anyway, right. Tech, 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 tech talk. Tech talk. Tech, 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 tech talk. Tech talk. Tech talk. Tech, 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 tech talk. Tech talk. Tech Talk. That's my new jingle for Tech Talk, and if you want, you can sponsor it. Very cheap. Very, very cheap. Very cheap indeed. Very, very cheap. Okay. I want to talk about light bulbs. Light bulbs? Are yeah. you having a light bulb moment? Well, I've, I've had a few light bulb moments over the last few weeks. Oh, good, good. Go on then. Well, I've been buying these LED light bulbs, you know, these ultra energy saving oh, light bulbs. waste of time. They are. They cost about £6 each. 
and they last about three or four months, and then they get red hot and they go bang. Mm. And by the end of the year, you've spent so much money on light bulbs, you've not saved a thing. Where are you put? I don't know. I don't have light bulbs. I've, I've gone back to candles. <laughs> candles are my log fire. Well, I had three in the kitchen all blow the other night. How many have you got in the kitchen? Um, well, I got one big strip thing, you know, one of them big old-fashioned strip-like things that go big, 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 and then after about five uh, days no, they come well, off. Get rid of that. They're horrible. And then uh, three sort of spotlights yeah. aimed towards the fridge, so at night time I can see where my coke is. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. And they've all popped. I've got. I was counting them because I live in a very palatial mansion, obviously. Yeah. I've got about fifteen of those downlighters in my kitchen dining room. Mm. But we never turn them on. We never use them. I've got a little very sexy. Um, light on 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 the work surface in the kitchen, mm -hmm. which we turn on if it's uh, dull, and then we've got the glow from the fire. Yeah. Then if we're cooking, there's a light on the cooker hood. Yeah. And if you open the fridge, there's a light in the fridge. The microwave, there's a light in the microwave. So you know what? Wh why all these lights? We never put them on. But you can't open the fridge all night, can you? Well, no, but why do you want light? We never have any lights on. Yeah. I bet your house is... You, I bet you have lights on all the time in your house, don't you? And most of the time. That's why we. Ha I went out and bought LED ones. Yeah. They're supposed to last 150,000 hours, and they don't well, last anywhere near that. I would complain. I did. I, I got I got a full refund for all yeah. the three I bought, and I bought another three. <laughs> So, so is this is this the this is your tech talk your light bulbs? No, I just thought I'd mention it. I was just annoyed by light oh, bulbs. Oh right, oh okay. No, Fine. I was I was going to talk about the the, yeah. new, the new Windows Ten S. Right, okay. For education, it's like a really cut. Do down. I need one? No, Not it's really. for people in education, students, things. that want a cheap mm. laptop. It means you're going to be able to buy loads of cheap Windows based laptops because new Windows. Oh, are we? Ten S is coming out. Mm. But you can only run the programs that uh, Microsoft approve. You can't do your own thing on them. Well, it's not worth having, is it? Well, most of the things that you want to do are available. I've just lost another ball. That's that's not a good thing. No, no, ball off of uh, the oh. uh, my desk. Oh, I see. Here, the the handle has got. They've got little ball ball things on the handle, and another one's dropped off somewhere. Uh, Mario Kart Eight came out this week. I've had a play. Yeah, it's what's a, that? It's a, it's a computer game. Ah, I've never got into computer games ever. You might like Mario Kart. It's quite oh, fun. Is yeah. it that Mario bloke? That little yeah. You see, I'd rather be out walking the dog. I don't want. I don't. I've enough time sitting in studios looking at computer screens. I I don't do any of that for fun. I want to be outside. Get a steering wheel, and uh, you can drive your little cart round. I can get in my car and drive it around. Yeah, but you can't throw things at people, though, can you? Yeah, sure, I can. Yeah, I'm always getting into trouble for it. <laughs> Not really much is happening in tech. It's the summer. So Obviously. You know, so I, I'm, I'm padding. Mario Kart 8 yeah. sounds like a really marvellous thing. Yeah. It is for people that like um, yeah. that kind of thing. Have you ever seen... Let's talk about movies. I'm bored with this. Have you ever seen the, uh, the, the Pyramid text yet? Have you ever seen that? I have. Was it not for you? Um... I enjoyed it. Did we ever talk about it or not? No, we didn't talk about it. Enjoy it. See, the thing is, is I don't want to give the end away, but because you well, know, no, what? don't. No, um, 
It's just mm. a guy on a camera um, talking for about an hour and a half. But yeah. you, you just can't help but just listen to everything this guy's got to say. And then the ending's very, very, he's like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's not a movie that people would go out to the cinema necessarily to see. Although I think if you'd seen it, it, you probably would say, yes, you would. I saw it on the big screen and it was brilliant. And the sound effects with all the, the underground trains and stuff like that, that I thought weren't on the soundtrack of the movie. I thought they were actually, I was hearing it come through into the theatre until somebody told me. It's, it's brilliant. It's well shot. It's in black and white. Uh, yeah. It's no, you're right. It's not something I probably have gone to the cinema to go and see. It's something that somebody would have to tell you. Watch this film; it's really good. It's one of those films, and it's, I've, mm. I think I got it from either Amazon or from YouTube. It's one. I think it might be Amazon. It's available. It's about three pounds. You can download it. Mm. Well, it's. I, I can only recommend it. It's my friend uh, James Cosmo in the movie. Uh, him from Game of Thrones, and we had him in uh, in the. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother House on the last one. Um, of course, he's done loads of movies. He was in Braveheart. He was, uh, he's, you know, he's instantly recognisable. Uh, and this is just, a, I think it's a, if you're interested in acting, it, it's a must-see movie. Definitely, yeah. Because it's a masterclass in how to act to the camera. And that's all it is, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, there's a few cut all... scenes of, uh, like, uh, history sort of uh, going back yeah. in time but mostly it's him in front of a camera. Yeah. And the other person in it, briefly, is his son. Yes, uh, Ethan. Yeah. Who was a boxer. But I'll say no more. Um, right, OK, so there we are. And you've seen other films. I've seen the uh, A Dog's Purpose film. Oh, I can't. I mean, that looks so sort of... So this is a, a dog that dies and is, is reincarnated into different doggy bodies. Yes. The whole film yeah. is predictable. It's uh, playing with your emotions. Yeah, and then I found out afterwards that loads of people are trying to get it boycotted because of the possible mistreatment of animals during the making of the film. Okay, well, boycott the film. I don't want to hear any more about it. There we go. Bastards. Absolute f***ing bastards. So you've upset me now talking about animals like that, you know. I'm taking Daisy May to uh, to a dog. She's judging a dog show with me on Hampstead Heath in uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Well, let's have, let's have a look and see what the weather's uh, like in. Um, why don't we see what it's like in uh, in in Wales today? Okay, uh, Alexa, what's the weather like in North Wales today? In North Wales, United States, it's ten <laughs> degrees with clear skies and sun today. You can expect intermittent clouds, with a high of 17 degrees and a low of 10 degrees. Alexa, you stupid computer. We're in the UK, not the USA. Sorry. Thanks for the feedback. She's trying. I can't believe it. Yeah, she is bloody trying. Oh, dear. Well. Go on, ask her again. I know it's your little toy and you like playing with her. Alexa. So, I'll talk... Oh. I'll talk softly to her, because then, then yeah, she yeah, won't she yeah, get... Yeah, she'll yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember, it's masturbation month in May. Alexa, what is the weather like in North Wales in the UK? In Carnarvon, Gwynedd, it's 15 degrees with partly sunny skies. Today, you can expect lots of wind, with a high of 15 degrees and a low of 4 degrees. By the way, James Whale, I also like to masturbate during the month of May. 
that wasn't hard, was it? See? Shall we shall we uh, shall we just do the questions for the whale? Yeah, we'll do the questions for the whale. <laughs> Otherwise I might take Alexa out and put her in the bin. Oh, don't do that. No, I know it's your only female company. Okay, are, you, are we ready for the questions? I'm ready for the questions, yes. Every week what we like to do on this uh, uh, podcast uh, radio show is uh, invite you to ask me any questions because, of course, people will tell you, and it's true, that I have never, ever been stumped for an answer. And, and my answers are always right. I have never been wrong. Not that I would ever want to prove you wrong, of course. No, no, of course you wouldn't. No. No. Okay, uh, Kevin Walsh. Hello, Kevin. When do practising doctors become good at it? Practising medicine, it's a terminology. What was his name? Uh, Kevin. Stupid boy. Stupid, stupid boy. It's a, it's a terminology, not a, 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 a fact of how good or not you are. Practising, it means you do it. Not that you're practising, for God's sake. Is that the best they can do? Well, here's, here's a better question for you. Good, good, good. Not that I'm saying Kevin's question wasn't bad. Um, no, I am. Okay. Uh, Chris Brown. Yes. Is Judge Rinder really a judge? No, well, he's a QC. I'm not... I'm, do you know I, uh, Whether that makes him a judge or not, uh, but he's definitely a barrister. Having met him... I I um, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't think he is a judge. No. If he is a judge, I don't know if he should be a judge. Okay. Greg Harris. Hello, Greg. James and Rob. What is your favourite music track of all time? Uh, impossible to do. Uh, I'm afraid because uh, I have. Um, sorry, I'm grabbing my microphone. It's May. You're allowed to touch it. Uh, because I have uh, I have a lot of um, a lot of favourite music tracks and they change regularly uh, depending upon my me my mood. So I don't think you could ever nobody can ever have a favourite music track of all time. And when people say this is my favourite piece of music of all time, I think that's ridiculous because you don't know. I do. What are you going to say? I was going to say my favourite music track of all time, and it's the one that I always play at least once a day, so that, that would, uh, you know, tie in with my favourite track of all time, because it's one I listen to all the time, is a track uh, by Guns N' Roses called Coma, and it's about eight minutes long, and I put it on at the beginning of my journey on the way home, and I try and beat the music. If I can get home before the music finishes, I've won. That's how far away. fucking sad life. I mean, honestly... So it's got a bit of everything. The same bit of music every single day. In the car, yeah. That's not normal, trust me. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a, every day I have a little competition, see if I can get home, if the traffic's bad or whatever. Sometimes I get home and the music track's been, I have to play it again. Um, and sometimes I get home before the track finishes and I do a little drive round the block until the track finishes and then I go... Oh, golly! You know, you can't say that's my favourite music track of all time because there may be another one round the corner that is about to be recorded and then, you know, something may happen to you in your life and then you might like something else. All right, then. My favourite track of all time as of this moment is Coma by Guns N' Roses. Mm. OK. Well, I, can't, I don't have a favourite particular. I've got loads and I can't, can't think of one. 
I was talking about Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield the other night with a whole load of snowflakes who'd never heard of Curtis Mayfield. He does your theme tune, doesn't he? The Junkie Chase. Yeah, that's how I got talking about it. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Um, Right, go on. uh, Eric George Anderson. Eric, baby. You can choose between two options. Money for the rest of your life or true answers to any questions. Uh, Money for the rest of my life. Surely the uh, logical answer would be to go for true answers to any questions, because then you could ask any questions and make money from that. I can't be asked. I would write, just have the money, and then I don't have to worry about it. Okay, Mark Swain. If Diane Abbott fell over in a forest on her own, does she still make a sound? Uh, On her own in a forest, if she fell over, let me just uh, calculate the size and density of Diane Abbott and see what it would sound like if she fell over on her own uh, in a forest. Yeah, she would. Okay, Uh, Paul Rudd sticking with the theme, I suppose. Uh, Diane Abbott, is she a Tory plant? Interesting question, actually, uh, and and uh, those of uh, conspiracy theorist um, uh, bent uh, would probably think so, but I can assure you, no, she's not. Yucca, that's what I think. Yep, I'm sure you do. Uh, Rob James, after using a public toilet, why do we wash our hands and then grab the door handle, which is covered in germs? I have no idea. And do you know, that has... I've always, always thought that. Uh, And here's my tip. Never, ever use a public toilet. Automatic doors on public toilets is a must, unless you're on a train with James Whale. Yeah, don't use it there. I mean, but you have to try and... It's... it's, I never understand when you go on an aeroplane, and I don't very often, uh, everybody... Everybody rushes for the toilet. Or whenever I go on the Eurostar, you get on... Uh, particularly people who drive, as soon as you get on the on the train, they they all rush for the toilet. And if I'm parked outside the toilet, I find it really, really annoying. On a plane, I understand, because everyone wants to join the Mile High Club, I suppose, but what do they do on the... What do they call it on a train? Nobody wants to join the Mile High Club. That's a fallacy. <laughs> um, Karen Clift. Karen. Are Jaffa cakes really a cake? Well, I, do, I, I think they are. I don't, there's all this rubbish about their biscuits or cakes. They are cakes. Yeah, there's a sponge. And you know how you can tell. A biscuit snaps and a cake is squadgy. Squadgy, is that the word? Squadgy, the yeah. A Jaffa yeah. cake is squadgy. You can press your thumb into it. It's got to be a cake. Okay. Dave. If it goes, it's a biscuit. Do that sound effect again. Now, I've never heard a biscuit do that. Haven't you? I have, look. That's Rich a, tea. It sounds like you're in Wimbledon. Yeah. Good, though, isn't it? Do it twice. Go. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know how you get the best sound doing that? How? When you put your finger in your mouth and you flick it out, you have to blow. So if you just do it... Like that. Okay. Doesn't make up. Hang on. But if you do... Hear how much better that is? I can't do it. I can't. 
No, no, no I can't. No, do it's it. a skill. It is a skill that I have mastered over the years. Not as good. Uh, better. Amazing. Right, uh, mm. D- Dave yeah. Fulton. Davey, yeah. Uh, oh, it's not a question, it's a statement. Oh, is it? Oh, don't do that. It's not It's not uh, statements to the whale, it's questions. It's quite a good one, though. Go on, man, go on. Uh, he mm. says he's ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon, and he'll let us know which one comes first. <laughs> uh, Yvonne Warwick, uh, I'll just leave it there. Um, could I sue a newspaper for going topless? Well, if they publish a picture of you and you consider it is doing you harm uh, and you are in a private place, not a public place, then I imagine you probably could. I'd be more worried about the harm it's doing to others. Yeah, I would have thought so. And to be honest, who knows who you are? Everybody knows who the royals are. Uh, Jeremy C. How many more of these flipping questions have we got? They used to be a little a little titillation at the end of the show. It now seems to go on for hours. <laughs> uh, Jeremy C., should I just give up? Yeah, I think so, Jeremy. I mean, you've done it a long time. You've never really got anywhere. I Just give up. Yeah. There we go. That's the end of questions for the whale. Is that it? Well, now you're complaining you didn't have that many. Well, I think it's probably the way you deliver them. I think that's what probably pisses me off more than anything else. Um, anyway, listen, have a lovely week, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, and uh, pop into the uh, shop, buy, uh, buy your um, James Whale T-shirts, mugs, baseball caps, anything else we can flog you. Uh, and let's face it, we've both been clearing our garages out recently, so we're trying to uh, trying to get rid of a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, have a look at some of the uh, the old shows we've put up there as well, particularly the horror one. Yeah, that's that's a good one to yeah. start with. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go go. Are you going by train today? I think I'll drive. So the women are safe then. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about using a toilet on a train. I'm driving. Tell your friends, join us. JamesOilRadio.co.uk. See you later. Say goodbye. Goodbye. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>